When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rich Lowry, editor, National Review. Rich, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good. How's it going? It's going well. Uh, your last two columns were great. And I want to start with Mike Pence. Uh, Mike Pence, you know this. I met him in studio here about six weeks ago. Very nice. A decent man, American, very conservative. He did an interview with me. We took pictures together. But I'm starting to like him less and less. I mean, he's got to stop. He actually said this weekend that Donald Trump endangered him and his family on January 6th, that is complete nonsense, Rich. Well, uh, I, I think he, he, uh, he's one of the first to call out Trump by name of the candidates or potential candidates, which I think is, is a good thing. We've, we've talked about um, if people are going to beat Trump, they're not going to do it by tiptoeing around him. Now, I, I think uh, Pence's chances are fairly low. You look at his favorability <laughs> ratings, and for better or worse, yeah. a lot of people agree with you, you know, since January 6th. It's uh, been on a downward slope, feelings about Pence. Um, but uh, I think he's a good man. I think he's a man of integrity. I think on that day he did the right thing. You know, yeah, it but all, been listen, crazy all, for him to, to overturn the electoral vote. All that um, is true. All that is true. But all he has to say is, listen, that was a bad day for the presidency. It was a bad day for America. When you start saying things like he endangered me and my family, that's not integrity. That, in fact, that's the complete opposite of integrity. That's because a lie. You're saying because Trump did not directly incite or intend. Of course not. Trump to do that. And, 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 I'm, and I was critical. I fought with Bernie for months. Trump was awful that day. Why? Mm-hmm. Because for three hours he stuck around with his finger up his ass while they right. were destroying the damn place. But you, yeah. can't, but you can't. You can't say that he endangered my family, Mike Pence. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it takes point. Takes point. Yeah. Also, you wrote about uh, Ron DeSantis. I saw the interview with Brian Kilmeade over the weekend. And uh, look, it's it's at the point now. I understand what he's done in Florida is great. The woke stuff, shutting down Disney, longer, no longer autonomous. And you you made the point. He's not just curbing that stuff. He's stopping that stuff. I want you to talk about that. But also, at some point, he's going to have to fight back. Because Kilmeade asked him about Trump this weekend. And again, he took the high road. At some point, he's going to have to fight back. Yeah, I think what what he what he should do, what what I'm hoping to do for for his sake, do his announcement speech whenever he does it, late May, early June. You know, all about DeSantis, all about what he's done, all about the country, all about the changes he he wants. And then the next day, punch Trump in the face. Find something <laughs> to, to show that he can do it. Because I mean, this is a big question, right? <laughs> that everyone has. That does he have the strength, the gumption to do it? You know, how is he going to respond? Well, he should sign something affirmatively to attack Trump on, just to make the point. You know, I, I can do this. Now, whether he'll actually do that or not, I don't know. What he's done in Florida, though, it's um, – sorry about my voice getting over a cold. He um, – it's not just stopping the insanity. It's rooting it out and replacing it with something better. That's what he's trying to do at the university level. So it's hugely consequential. If, if he succeeds in down, down in Florida, this, I hope, will become a model for other red states. And at least he can have you know a third of the country where you have Republican legislatures and governors creating something better and not just sitting back and, and saying, well, we'll be me. These people are crazy. We don't know how to stop them. Uh, he's creating a model about, about how you not just top them, but you roll them back. 
All you need to know about this uh, Trump potential indictment here in New York talking about DeSantis punching him across the face is I played three cuts this morning. Three, okay, Rich. One was from the fat, stupid, racist DA Alvin Bragg. One was from a felonious attorney. He served time in prison, a felony, Michael Cohen. And one was from the most corrupt governor, worse than Andrew Cuomo ever was, Kathy Hochul. These are the three people who I played this morning who went after Donald Trump. That's all you need to know, that Trump is not the bad guy. Once again, Alvin Bragg, Michael Cohen, Kathy Hochul. How about that? Yeah, and I think it'd be ridiculous to indict him on this. Now, I, I don't believe Trump's denials. Um, you know, the idea maybe maybe he wouldn't do it with her now, <laughs> but 15 right, right. years ago when she was a porn star at the height of his uh, her fame, yeah. and he's alone somewhere at a celebrity golf tournament or something. Right, he's in Lake Tahoe to be exact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's not a crime. And also, he, he's. Um, uh, he's careful with his hush money, so there's no way he's paying off someone that there's not reason to pay off. But it's not a crime, uh, even if it, if you squint the right way and make it a crime, it's a misdemeanor. So that, then they're coming up with this ridiculous theory. It's coupled with some campaign finance violation, which makes it you know an indictable felony. It's absurd. Uh, it'll it'll very likely help Trump. And I, I would think we'll very likely uh, ultimately lose. You know, they can get a, a jury in, in Manhattan, wherever to to um to find Trump guilty of anything yeah. but um th- this is this is this is wrong and you know I have lots of criticisms of Trump but this uh trying to indict him on this is a third world move it shows just how uh, um fanatic they are about uh, trying to get him and how they'll bend the rules to do it so it's a disgrace you know that uh, Donald Trump texted Joe Tacopina about me on Friday no he did he uh yeah, I did I had Takapino, he's on every Friday, and we yeah. talked exclusively last Friday about this ridiculous potential indictment here in New York. And he said, this is from Trump, he said, Joe, just listen to your interview with Sid, who, by the way, is a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic in caps, well, fantastic guy, great interview, great in caps. Say hi to number one Sid. President. <laughs> How about that, well, huh? great taste in radio shows. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, He's I'll no dummy. Too. <laughs> he is no dummy, President Trump. Got to get him back sooner than later. Uh, are you nervous this morning about all your money in the Silicon Valley bank out there, uh, Rich? Yeah. <laughs> I never should have uh, had a million dollars out there. <laughs> of all the places to park it. No, actually, you could have done it here in New York at Signature Bank, but you're probably not there either, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Are you, are you, are the story interest. I had Ron and Santa on at 640. CNBC, talking about both sides of the spectrum, from Donald Trump to Ron and Santa to Mayor Eric Adams, who's coming on at 840. So I don't, I don't uh, you know, pretend to play. If you're, if you're somebody I want to talk to, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, I'm going to talk to you. But is this bank story uh, something you're interested in or not? Is this like mostly for rich people? You're not, you're not worried about this. I mean, it's, it's very consequential. It's one of these things that I can't, I can't follow it. I'm going to read up a, uh, on it a lot you know, yeah. today and, and this week, but I'll never – entirely understand it so um but it, it is a product of the the low fed rates you know and um i think they'll end up bailing out all, all the depositors yes so they knew you know you're safe up to two hundred fifty thousand, and that's a meaningful line that people should be aware of and then i think they'll be tempted to uh ensure like all, all deposits for everyone everywhere up to anything which, i think they, uh, they will do that they're gonna they're yeah. not gonna help out the stockholders and the bondholders they're not gonna do that but all the depositors, no matter what the figure is now, they're saying they're going to help those folks. Let's stick with the economy then for a second, talking about banking. Biden came out with that 
budget last week, it was about $7 trillion. About $7 trillion. Let's not forget we're $32 trillion in debt right now. Some say that'll add another 11 make that $43 trillion. And no one can figure out exactly where all this money, what, what, what good it's going to do. So what I'm trying to say is I haven't really heard one person on either side say, hey, that's a heck of a budget Joe Biden put together. Yeah. What do you think? You know, it reminds me of the, the VIP room at that strip club where, J, 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 how do you say his name, John Morant? John Morant, yes. Yeah. Dollars everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, up to, I think it was $50,000, and they actually complained. It, it, it took a lot of time to, like, gather that all up and count it. <laughs> but that's, that's the Biden budget, you know, and, and maybe it's um, – if Morant went into that club uh, the second night and, and just spread $45,000 on the floor, they'd be like, look, I'm, I'm being, I'm being uh, uh, cheap and prudent uh, tonight. And that's what the Biden budget is. It's a slightly uh, less of a blowout than he's done to this point. So he, he saves, in theory, $3 trillion, which is just not, you know some of the spending coming off. So it's ridiculous. It's not going anywhere, obviously. But it's just meant to set up this this big clash over the uh, debt ceiling, which he's going to have with Republicans in a couple of months. And unfortunately, I think he's he's um, political terms. He's yeah. he's uh, set up pretty pretty well for that clash. Yeah. Last one. I know you're a big sports guy like me, diehard Yankee fan. I'm a Met fan, and but uh, my second favorite sport for a long time, believe it or not, was college basketball. I I, I fell in love with with, with those St. John's teams. You know, Chris Mullen, oh, yeah. Walter Berry, Karnasekis teams, and followed the Big East closely. I told people I'd rather have Big East tickets than Super Bowl tickets, and I meant that. But now I can't watch it. I can't, there's four number one seeds they announced yesterday, and between the four of them, Purdue, Houston, Alabama, I forgot the fourth. Kansas. Uh, Kansas. I couldn't tell you more than two players on yep. the four teams combined. They've completely ruined that sport, Rich. Yeah, and, and also, I mean, none of these teams are, are particularly strong either. You know, it, Houston did look like the cream of the crop, but then lost to Memphis by 10 points right. in, the, in their conference championship. They lost, so to, still, by the way, they lost think, to Temple during the regular season by more than that as a 19-point yeah. favorite. Yeah, so, um, but it's still, I think the first four days, Thursday through Sunday, one of the best days in, in American sports life. I, I just, I just love it. I love the the, the wall-to-wall back-to-back games yeah. you know, from from noon to midnight, oh. and you get you get just crazy stuff happening. So I, I literally, I'll be aware of and watching almost every single game and um, paying mm. close attention to anything that's close in the last five minutes. Wow! So we've just found out clearly that Rich Lowry is a degenerate gambler. Because <laughs> if you're all locked into Murray State in Kansas, uh, no, no, listen, I've actually covered that event live at the CBS Broadcast Center years ago when uh, Pat O'Brien was the guy before Jim Nance and the rest of these guys. And it is an amazing couple of days. So enjoy it. As always, Rich Lowry, great on a Monday. We'll do it again next week. You're the best. Thank you. Go, go keep being number one. Uh, thank you, Rich. My man, Rich Lowry. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.